There is a candle in every soul. You're listening to Lit Speak with Some Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. Some dark There is a spirit who brings a fire, ignites a candle, and makes his own. Good morning and welcome. Here we praise the truth in God's creation through the ideas inspired by human imagination. During this hour, we hope to ignite your candle, that you may use it to brighten the darkest corners in your world. Good morning again and welcome to Literally Speaking right here on Blog Talk Radio and the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. As you join us on our journey, we invite you to listen for an idea that will inspire you to tap into your imagination. Today is Tuesday, June 2nd. It is June 2nd already. Can you believe that? No, I can't. But do you know what? It just dawned on me that June second holds a very significant is a very significant date in my life. Is it? Yes. What is yes. June second for you? On June second, you got married. Back, no, <laughs> oh no, 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 okay, no, no, all right. Back back in the olden days. Back in the back in nineteen back in the good old days. Nineteen seventy two. You graduated from nursing school. Yes. <laughs> Look at me! I'm like Karnak, aren't I? I'm like Karnak. Wow, that I'm. You know, I'm just going to say this. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Forty-three years. Forty-three years. So I already had my career, and I'm done. Geez, you must have graduated from nursing school when you were like six. (laughs) Oh, aren't you sweet? (laughs) I'm just trying to win a book. Yeah, yes, you are. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, it is June second already. June, can you believe that? That is, no, and it's almost halfway through the year. Yep, halfway through I, the what year. What have I done? I don't know. <laughs> Not this enough. Is, this sure. is the thing that I always tell my wife. That always always gets her. She gets so angry being a being a school teacher. She enjoys the yeah. summer. And I always tell her, when it gets to be June, like right now, today I will tell her, you know what, 19 more days and the days start getting shorter. (laughs) And she just gets so upset. (laughs) She's like, would you please just shut up? Okay, I will. When I I think of June 2nd, I'm thinking to myself, okay, in in, uh, five months will be winter again. Yeah, yeah, that's what you think of all the time. (laughs) We should probably get back to the show. Okay, let's get back to the show. Okay, let's. Let's tell our let's tell our listeners where they can find me. Yes. Should they wish to do so. Mm-hmm. I have a website and the name of my website is www.pattysheen, P-A-T-T-I-S-H-E-N-E.com. Please come on over and visit. Leave a comment. I have three blogs on there. Mm-hmm. I'd love to have you stop by. I do giveaways every so often, so come check it out. Yep. I also can be found on Facebook as <clears throat> Excuse me, literally speaking. Mm-hmm. Same as the name of our show. And I have a couple of new likes on there this week. So Do I'm you? Excited. Yes, oh, good. I'm excited to see folks that have liked the, the page. Good. And I can be found on Twitter uh-huh. at Patty Sheen. And I'm and also, ever growing my. Also, the new the new mobile oh, website. That's right. That. For yeah, all those people the, who just listen to things on. On their iPhones, phones, iPads, yeah, absolutely. Smartphones, my smartphone that's getting dumber every day. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. Uh, the the URL for that is amazonmobile.litspeak.com. Yep. So come on over and check us out. And you also find on the website, I'll bring this up later, all kinds of information about the show. If you miss a show, if you only get to listen to part of a show, I have an archive page. Under the Blog Talk Radio tab on the website that lists every show we have ever done, and there is a direct link to every show. And also, I have a website and social media information page for all of our guests that links us to all of the social media venues that I'm going to mention on the various shows. So if you hear something and think, oh, I'll never remember that website, 
Just go over there and you'll find it. So, I want to welcome Alta right. West to the chat room. Oh, my goodness. Alta was my roommate up at the writer's conference. Alta is in oh, the chat room listening. Awesome. So, well, hi, there Alta. She, <laughs> there she is. So, I'll tell you a story about my roommates. In the chat room. We should probably get to Marlena. Yeah. She probably no, we have a guest sitting out we there. We do have a guest. We're probably going to get to her. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Author and speaker Marlene Bagnell was our guest on the show on March 3rd of 2015. Today. She is the first returning guest. She's first returning guest. That's, that's right. right. That makes it, that's that's right. special that right there. A milestone Yeah, for us. yeah. Golly, all so, kinds of things. <laughs> today, this faith-filled and multi-talented author, speaker, and director of two Christian Writers Conferences returns to share her passion for equipping others to write his answer. Marlene, welcome back. It's good to be back. It's so good to have you here. <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel I'm proud, glad I'm creating a, a new record. <laughs> yes, that's right. You are the returning. Just so good. We were like, we got to have Marlene back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I can't breach your 43 years in nursing, but this is my 32nd year directing the Colo- or the, the Greater Philly Christian Writers Conference. It was 19 for Colorado Conference that just ended, what, two weeks ago? Wow. Yes, um, yes, boy, that's quite a record, Marlene. That is something to be very proud well, you know, of. Yeah. If I put them together, I think I've beat you. Let me see. Let me that, do my you math. do? That's, that's right. 50, 51. That's 51 years. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk a little wow. bit about half a century. Yeah. Yeah, half a century. <laughs> the, the Colorado Christian Writers Conference is now over, so to speak. For you, it's certainly not over, Marlene, because you still have scads of work to do. And, and even for me, I still have contacts to make, follow-up from, from contacts. I, I haven't even finished unpacking yet, Pat. You should see <laughs> well, my office. Well, that I managed to get done. <laughs> it, it's a good thing this is not via Skype and not video because my office is a mess. <laughs> What I wanted to ask you, Marlene, I know when you're talking about the conferences, you often say, and I remember back in 2003 or whatever, Mm -hmm. what stands out for you as a particularly inspirational moment from the Colorado Christian Conference 2015? What are you 10 years from now going to be telling people, I remember in 2015 in Colorado... Oh, special? my goodness, that's, that's <laughs> a toughie. Um, I'll tell you one thing that got, well, I mean, everything got such an incredibly strong response, but Dr. Terry White spoke on Saturday morning about write his answer right, R-I-G-H-T, and, and he talked about proof texting and compromising and pat answers, you know, watering down the gospel. This was an incredibly strong and important message for Christians today. Um, we've got to do it right if we want to really represent the Lord and, and draw draw the people to him. So can't say enough good about that, about all of our keynoters. I mean, we, we had Tim Shoemaker, who just, he he's awesome. I mean, this man was walking out of Right to Publish, I think it's been, must be 15, 20 years ago, and just happened to, I just happened to be sitting there in the hallway. And the rest, as they say, is history. He's an incredible speaker and author. And he talked about breaking fear's grip. I mean, just a a very, very real message about, you know, his own struggles and, and disappointments and yet how, you know, God enables us to overcome. And uh, Mike DeLosa, who came from uh, the Philadelphia area with me, becoming unstoppable. And, and here's a man who's battled cancer and, you know, and praise God is now cancer-free and is, is writing strong, strong novels. And he brought his whole family with him. They stayed in a cabin up there and was their first time in the Rocky Mountains. And just they had an incredibly wonderful time. So it's family that gathers on the mountain, isn't it, Patty? I mean, it really is family. Mm -hmm. It's like a family reunion. And I was going to mention that I had two, I had asked for two roommates that I didn't know. I just said, give me two roommates. And Alta, who happens to be in, in the, the chat room, in the chat room, mm, yeah. she and I were laughing because the first evening we got back to our room and we didn't go to any of the late night events. But our roommate, who we really hadn't met yet, it did obviously because she wasn't. She, her stuff was there, but she wasn't there. So anyway, when, when this lady did come in, she said, "This is my first conference. I'm absolutely exhausted. I'm going to bed. Good night." Well, Alta and I had been getting to know each other and kind of. <clears throat> 
laughing and joking around, and we kind of looked at each other like, we better shut up. This poor lady needs some sleep. <laughs> well, the next morning, I got up at 5.30, went for my walk. I had planned to walk that morning and uh, come back, and we were ready to go to breakfast all tonight, a little after 7. This other lady kind of turns over in her bed and says, what time is it? About 5 after 7. I'm sleeping till 9. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were leaving, I told Alta, I said, I don't know what it is with these young people. I said, they just have no they no stamina. I don't know. Yeah, no energy. <laughs> like, yeah. well, we were joking about this. Well, then the next night, this lady came back the same time we did. We got to know her. And I said, well, I hope I didn't hurt your feelings. But it just seems to me like you young people don't have the energy we do. And she says, well, just how young do you think I am? <laughs> I said, oh, I'd say about 30. And she says, oh, my goodness, I'm 59. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. These young-looking people I, don't have any energy. Exactly. It's a weird <laughs> her, but we all got to be really good friends, and we decided that we're going to request to room together next year if we all get to go next year, and and it was neat. It was good. Yeah, that, that's. Yeah, I know how excited you friendships that are mm-hmm. made there. Really, my closest friends are people that have been part of the conference. Mm-hmm. It brings me back, Marlene, even though it's a whole different scenario, brings me back to last week, uh-huh. because last week we had Mary Hamilton on, and Mary mm-hmm. has written a three-book series about a Bible camp, mm-hmm. a summer Bible camp, and we talked about camp quite a bit and how a lot of kids create those friendships that sure. last for a long time, and that's the way I feel about the shape, conferences. Shape like, your life. Yeah, yeah. exactly, because mm-hmm. some of these folks I have known now for for since I went to the first sure. CCWC yeah. in the first part of 2000. The two, yeah. mm-hmm. Marlene, you've got the Greater Philly Christian Writers Conference coming up. Give our listeners oh, a little yeah. bit of basic information about that. It's the same, um, excuse me, the same format as the Colorado Conference in terms of, you know, keynotes and um, eight continuing sessions and 60 workshops and four clinics. Um, we pack in three and a half days um and it, it's amazing what the Lord does each year. But, you know, I loved the song that you guys started with, the Hold Out Your Candle, because actually mm-hmm. our first opening oh, keynote is Writing yeah. Light into Darkness. And Oof. Peter Lundell, he's a pastor in California, will be talking about how darkness infiltrates every person and certainly every area today of our society. And But he says if God's called you to write, if he's created you to write, you have an inbuilt purpose to write light into darkness. And Peter has been with us in the past, both in Colorado and Philadelphia. And and I know that this message is going to be so challenging and encouraging and, and motivating because, you know, we can't close our eyes to the stuff happening in our world. We've got to boldly speak out for Christ and and share his answer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, I wonder, if though, Marlene, if you would tell us really quick, I remember, I don't know if you remember the last interview we did, there was a glitch at the beginning, and I kind of gave folks a little rundown about the conference while we were waiting to get you back online. Can you give folks some basic information as far as cost, dates, that kind of thing? I sure can. Well, the best thing they can do is is go to the website, which is www.philadelphia.write, W-R-I-T-E, his answer, singular answer, dot com. And the the website still is under construction because I've been in Colorado, but there's there's already (laughs) tons of information up there about our faculty. Um, I believe we have 55, 56, 57 people on faculty, agents, editors, authors, uh, an incredibly strong faculty. And, you know, like I said, we have four clinics that are by application. We've got the continuing sessions, which run uh, just about six hours throughout the conference, and then 60 workshops to to choose from. Uh, It's held at, I guess that's an important thing, it's called the Greater Philly, Christian Writers Conference, but we're not actually in Philadelphia. We are north of the city in the suburb of Langhorne, and we're at Caring University, which uh, some people still remember as Philadelphia College of the Bible or Philadelphia Biblical University. They are now called Caring University. It's a beautiful campus, um, and we get to stay on campus and 
I, I think you took advantage, Patty, when you were there of that wonderful great room in the dormitory where people gather until all hours of the night, yes. you know, talking and laughing and just, mm-hmm. you know, really connecting in in special Building ways. Building those relationships. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. And uh, they've just missed the uh, the May 31st date, which was like $10, $15 cheaper, not, not substantially. Oh, that um, last night, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so the next cutoff is July 1st, and if they come for one day, it's 145 two days is 255 and three days is $340. Um, we give 10% discounts for seniors because I am one. <laughs> I'm 70 years old. I hard to believe, but um, I guess not when you figure I've spent 51 years doing these conferences. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, we go offer discounts to seniors and to pastors. Uh, anyone who's an alumni from the Colorado conference as well gets 10% off. Um, uh, Full-time students get 25% off. If your spouse comes with you, they get 25% off. And teens, uh, you know, we really, really want to encourage young people to write for the Lord. And um, we have a special all-day-long Teens Write program on Thursday. We also encourage teens to come to the entire conference. And if they do, they get 60% off. And the other thing I need to add with that, you know, Patty, if if I (laughs) – you know, if I had the money, there would be no charge at all for the conference. I, mm-hmm. I just have never I <laughs> wanted the price to be prohibitive for people. So yeah. scholarship yeah. help is available, and my good friend Cease Murphy is offering 10 full registration scholarships. Whoa. So if wow. God wants you there, you know, he will. Oh. Did we lose it? Yep. No, I'm here, I think, okay. because you called me, and I didn't call you. My call waiting be second. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. You have a call, Marlene. You should probably pick that up. Yeah, well, they'll call <laughs> we me can back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you feel there's a, a difference, Marlene, between CCWC and uh, the, the Greater Philly Conference? Oh, definitely. There's no mountains in Philly. There's no elf when you open your your <laughs> curtains exactly, in the morning. Yeah. That's exactly the thought that I had. We win in beauty, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. But oh, also from, yeah, you from really my do. I, <laughs> my my first morning at the conference this year, I opened my curtains, and not only uh, were there about four elk right outside my window, but one of them had a magpie sitting on his back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I thought for a second yeah, she was going to say one of them was playing a bagpipe. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, no, it's, it's, the scenery there is incredible. I mean, how can you not feel God's presence with those majestic mm-hmm. mountains all around mm-hmm. you? And, uh, and, of course, the day that we were leaving, the staff stayed later to clean up. It was snowing, so we had the beautiful snow-covered evergreens and mountaintops and whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, the rogues were clear. I was very grateful for that. <laughs> I missed that snow. I didn't. Oh, I, that's got to be Saturday. sad for you. It was very sad for yeah. me when I read that these other ladies had snow. I said, oh, not fair. <laughs> not that's not fair. fair at all. Not fair at all. <laughs> I, in my experience with both conferences, Marlene, I, I have always felt that Philly is, maybe it maybe it is the surroundings, that it's a lot more formal. I think that's an East Coast thing, Patty. Uh, people I, on the I East Coast. That as well. Yeah, I think we're just uptight here. I mean, I tell <laughs> the faculty in Colorado, you know, wear your jeans. You're going to a YMCA camp. You know, this is not about you know, France, you know, des- dressing in our fancy dugs. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time convincing people in Philly that they don't have to come, you know, in high heels and all that and. I mean, I I try to set the tone. I mean, I'm going to be there probably in my um, capri pants. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, good. And a well, top, I'll do of the course. same because I've had died in the heat last time I was there. <laughs> so I'll help you set that tone, Marley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it it is more formal, and I don't think people are near as friendly on the East Coast as they are out in Colorado. I mean, you know, even in the grocery store, my. Goodness, I mean, I, I go to the little Safeway in Estes, and 
you know, and the clerk ta- actually talks to you and greets you. <laughs> it, it's just a different feeling out west. Um, but uh, but then we bring a lot of the Westerners into uh, the Philly Conference, and we have some folks coming from Colorado on faculty, and, and literally we have people who come from all around the nation to both conferences. I mean, I'm I'm always amazed at the distance people come and, you know, and again, the connections then that they make there. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, something I wanted to bring up, Marlene, last, <clears throat> excuse me, goodness, last interview we had with you, Derek had posed the question as to who would be likely to benefit from, from the conferences, mm-hmm. whether it be first-time writers or right. or even seasoned writers. I wanted to bring up something else that really struck me as a new conferee way back in way back in, in the early 2000s when I first went. A person needs to also they don't need to feel uncomfortable based on where they are in their spiritual journey. Because I know when I first went up there and I thought, oh my goodness, these are all wonderful Christian people and I better not dare admit that I used to smoke cigarettes mm-hmm. or, you know, that I ever right. had a drink in a bar. You know, sure. they think, oh my gosh, this is a horrible sinner. We don't want her here. Get her it, out of the conference. Yeah, oh my goodness, she's <laughs> an evil influence. It, it's not that way at all. These people... You get to know them, and and many of them are hurting, broken people who have experienced so many hardships in their lives and a lot of sin, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and are are redeemed from that. And they're just also warm and wonderful. And and you don't have to be a one hundred percent as if there is any such right. thing practicing Christian who. Mm-hmm has prayer time every day and reads their Bible six hours a day and goes to church every Sunday. I mean, it, you you don't have to feel uncomfortable about wherever you are in your spiritual walk as far as attending one of these conferences. And I think that's something very important yeah. that needs to be brought Bro- out. Broken people are allowed. Yes, yeah. broken people are yeah. allowed. But, yeah. but the, the point well, is... And it's wanted, broken yeah. people, Patty, that um, are, are especially come to the conference because they want to write out of that pain. Um, sure. Exactly. You know, sure. yeah. one of the sessions that we're doing as a continuing session, Marty Peeper is teaching on master the memoir. I mean, people have stories to tell, and mm-hmm. and I've often said in the seminars that I've taught around the country that some of some of some of them haven't suffered enough yet to be a really strong writer. You know, it's out mm-hmm. of the crucible of our pain and discovering the reality of Christ's presence in the pain. Uh, finding his strength, finding his courage to go on, finding his answer, that then we have something significant to to write about. And uh, and so I find a lot of hurting people come, and what is so special, again, are the relationships that's, that are formed and the faculty who, you know, so often make themselves vulnerable and, and share out of their own pain as well. And but we are constantly pointing to Christ as the answer. Uh, I don't know how people get through life without him. And, you know, and that's my overriding passion that, you know, I want to be used by him to bring people into a life-changing relationship with him. One of the people who impressed me quite a bit at one of the conferences, Marlene, I'm sure you remember when she was there was <clears throat> Alison Botke. She's, She's the lady who wrote the the God, or she she compiled, I should say, the God allows U-turns books, and of course, I'm sure those books are now internationally known. But uh-huh. when she started telling her story about her life and the way she was she was living, it just amazed me because you look at her and you think, oh, she probably came from this wonderful Christian home and and lived this beautiful Christian life, but no, yeah. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> So I mean, it just it, it it just makes you realize that once again it gets back to the basic premise that God can use anybody and everybody who is willing uh-huh. to be used, no matter what your past experiences, no matter what your past sins. Mm-hmm. Well, look so, at the apostles. I just wanted Paul. to bring that up because I think it's important. I, I would it would be sad if somebody were to hear about the conference and think, "Oh, I'm just not worthy." That's not true at all. Anybody, well, but that's is. what the devil tries to convince of us of, and sure. you know, and he, I think he 
perches on people's shoulders and says, you know, what makes you think anybody would want to read what you would write? You know, you're mm-hmm. you're a nothing. You're a zero. But you know, the, it's the cross that turns our minus into a plus. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're due to go to our break in about one minute. Am mm-hmm. I right with that, yeah. Eric? We don't, we don't have our producer Jimbo here this time, Marlene, to tell us what to do. He's, he's off playing, golfing. He's playing golf. He, it's summer now. It's so summer, the, and yeah. he's on a golf team on Tuesdays. I pray for rain every Monday night for Tuesday morning. Part, <laughs> of, his con- here, but part of his here. contract. <laughs> but anyway, we do go to break at 825. So uh-huh. before we do that, I did want to bring up that Marlene has a website. She has three, actually. Mm-hmm. But the one that will get you to the other two is um, www.writehisanswer.com and that has links to to the Colorado and the Philadelphia Conference Mm -hmm. websites as well and then Marlene is also on Facebook as Marlene Bagnall that last name is spelled B-A-G-N-U-L-L and she's on Twitter Marlene I found you on Twitter you're M Bagnall Okay, well, I don't tweet a whole lot, but uh, I am on Facebook every day. <laughs> but I know you don't do the Twitter a whole lot, but but you're on there, so uh, it was worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. So be sure and look for Marlene at all those places, and we're going to go to break. We'll be on break for about four to five minutes. In the meantime, you are listening to Literally Speaking right here on Blog Talk Radio and the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries, and we'll be back with Marlene Bagnell. In a few minutes, stay with us. Two roads diverged in a wood. And I took the one less traveled. And that has made all the difference. The Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. Derek and George Live. Becoming Christ-like. Solo and Hutch. All stops on the road. The road of enlightenment. The road of discovery. Join us each Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Time and Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Mountain Time as we invite you to join us on a journey. A journey on the road less traveled. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you watch a game, it's fun. If you play it, it's recreation. But if you work at it, it's golf. A golf course should aspire to generate as much energy as it consumes. And four miles north of Marion, Indiana, is a golf course that does just that. 6,690 yards of pure energy. Arbor Trace Golf Club is a course that's beauty is matched only by its bite. A course that can test not only the steel of one's nerves, but the metal of their irons. It's a course for the beginner who desires to learn the game as well as the player who is ready to challenge it. So whether you're looking to play just for the fun of the game or the opportunity to work hard on it, Arbor Trace Golf Club is the course for you. Give Arbor Trace Golf Club a shot, because in golf, the most important shot you ever make is the next one. Stay connected to what matters most with high-speed service from Seacomb. For the home, we offer access where you need it most. Whether you're looking for high-speed internet or an in-home voice package or both, Seacom has your house covered. Send emails, download music, and surf the web with the fastest service in southeast Colorado. Our two-way wireless connections offer download speeds of up to 15 megabytes, but with a fiber connection, the sky is the limit. For the business, Seacom offers voice plans, broadband internet, BSL, and Ethernet circuits. Our fully integrated Metro Ethernet platform segregates your data traffic logically at the switch, avoiding the latency of multiple routers and quality of service overhead. With only a single router between you and our nationwide backbone carriers, you really will experience the Internet at the speed of light. We also offer point-to-point data links to connect all of your business locations. And if you're looking for carrier-grade data transport or dark fiber, 
Look no further than Seacom's extensive privately owned fiber network. We own and maintain our own network with more than 1,200 miles of fiber and growing throughout southeast Colorado. So whether you're looking for dark fiber, for cable, a dedicated corporate network, or carrier-grade data transport, Seacom has the answers. Visit us at Seacom.net or call us at 1-800-657-7149. Seacom, world-class communications right in your backyard. Hello to all of Derek's listeners. Thanks, Derek, for giving me time to share my heart's passion, encouraging cancer, long-term illness patients, and their families. Gilead is an outreach that encourages over 2,400 people in 38 states. Our goal is to bring hope and help to those on the journey through the unknowns of treatment, family stress, and spiritual questions. One such story is Eric, whose senior year in high school was interrupted by the cancer that he was diagnosed with, interrupting a three-sport high school year. It changed his life and his perspective. Today, Eric's family oversees a foundation helping to find a cure. We're currently in our 15th year. would love to have you as a partner, either as a volunteer or a gift financially. Look for us on Facebook at Gilead Ministries. Welcome back to Lit Speak with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to our show on the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. We are visiting with Marlene Bagnall, but first, as we always do after our break, we yes. are going to announce the winner of last week's giveaway. Yes, the winner was not me. The winner was not Derek Hutchison. I'll it announce wasn't. that right off. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> right there, our, your chances get better. That's right. <laughs> our our guest last week was Mary Hamilton. Mary talked about her three-book series, uh, the the. Rustic Knoll Bible Knoll Camp Bible series, uh-huh. yes, yes, and yeah. we had a delightful discussion about that, and she offered a giveaway of the first book in her series, which was entitled Hear No Evil, and the mm-hmm. winner of that book is Paula Shane. Ooh, Paula Shane. This is Paula's second win, because she yeah. actually enters. Hey, good for her. Good <laughs> actually, for her. Paula, Paula is the uh, librarian. librarian in our town, yes. of course. She loves books. It stands to reason that yep. she would love books. So mm-hmm. I'm excited that Paula has won. And in just a few minutes, we'll be doing another giveaway. So stay right here. Yes. And we will get back to Marlene. Mm-hmm. That's right. Marlene Bagnall. Yes, Marlene is the director of the Colorado Christian Writers Conference and the Greater Philly Christian Writers Conference, as well as an author and speaker and she has accomplished many, many wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And I'm a grandma. And, her, and, and a grandma. Yes, and a grandma, too. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, you are. Have how to many, get those priorities. Now, Marlene, yeah. Is it? Yeah. How many grandkids? We have three, and the Lord moved us within walking distance five and a half years ago, so we get to babysit several days a week. And oh, uh, have fun. Yeah. They are just Absolutely. such a big part of our lives. Well, I just have... We just have one, my husband and I, and she will be 14 next week or next month. Mm. So they you know, grow fast, that, don't they? Yeah, she's at that age where it's like you know, grandma doesn't know anything. Well, all you have to say is she's at that age. <laughs> yeah, she's at that age that lasts oh, we, for five years. We, we love her to pieces, though. She's very active in sports, and she's very bright in school, and she's active yeah. in youth group, and yeah. yeah, she she keeps pretty busy. Well, my they all do, to, yes. Isn't that the truth? It's amazing what these kids are into these days and, yeah. and how uh-huh. they really... Mm-hmm. <laughs> although I had to laugh, my my daughter did put a, a post on Facebook the other day. <laughs> Madison, this is for you. It's a big jar, mm-hmm. and it says the I'm bored jar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all these little chips inside with all these things that yeah. no kid would ever want to do. But <laughs> <laughs> Marlene, I know that you are also the... Um, owner, I guess you'd say, the founder of uh, Ampelis Press. And can you tell us a little bit about that and what your editorial needs are? I know at the last interview you talked about where the name came from, and the actually Ampelis means vine, mm-hmm. and we talked uh-huh. about that, but we, we didn't talk a whole lot about are you soliciting work for your for your publishing company? And if so, what kind of work would you be interested in? Well, 
that's a good question because it's like, how do <laughs> I do this? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, two conferences a year, and they're only, what, three and a half months apart, they're consuming, you know, basically mm-hmm. all consuming. But, you know, I still, you know, with the Lord's help, managed to do, you know, one or two uh, new books a year. Uh, the last one I did was Crumbs Along the Broken Path, and Verna Bowman, who's been coming to the Philly Conference, I think this will be her 27th or 28th year. Um, she's part of my critique group. I have two critique groups that meet in my home. One meets in the morning, and the other one meets in the evening, and they both meet every other week. So basically, oh if I, when the schedule works the way it's supposed to, every week I have a group here. And so I've published her. I have another friend in the group who's doing a book about grandparenting. Uh, she is just wealthy with with grandkids and great-grandkids, um, huge number. And she has such a heart and such a passion to encourage grandparents not to miss the opportunity to really sow into their grandchildren's lives. And so that's a book that will be coming out hopefully this fall. I've been working with her on that. And um, what what my real passion is, is I want to do books about children in the children in crisis. Um, the last mm-hmm. one I did about that was uh, Bernard's Vision. It was the quest of a Kenya pastor. And then at the Colorado Conference, um, I don't know if you were in there, Patty, when Carlene Dewey and Fred Dewey spoke. I did their book, uh, The Place of the Morning Doves, um, yes. which is about reaching out to Romanian orphans. And so I bought that the, the, and read it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the needs of kids around the world, you know, kids that are literally thrown out on the garbage heap, you know, what's happening with with human trafficking. Those are the kind of books that, you know, I want to get the word out. And and it ties in with something else we do at the conference in the form of of missions moments. Um, You know, I can't miss this opportunity of having two, three hundred people together to get them more informed about the needs around the world. And so, again, this year in Philly, I'm going to have my friend Hannah and Terry, uh, two incredible women of God, both nurses, who uh, minister in Kenya. Um, mm. and, and, I mean, and we're talking extended periods. I mean, Terry's been there as long as a year. They're both, they both just happen to be home right now. Um, going back, uh, Hannah's going back for a full year this next time, and they are so seeing God work miracles. People there are so hungry for, you know, for the hope and the love of, of Christ. And, and these women are just being used in, in powerful ways. Uh, M.K. Henderson is ministering in the Himalayas, uh, has been directly involved with uh, with helping people, you know, in the aftermath of those horrible earthquakes. And mm-hmm. she'll be speaking again at, at the Philly conference. And so, I mean, I want to inform people to the need and and give them the opportunity to, to contribute. I mean, we can't all go to Kenya or the Himalayas or right. wherever, mm-hmm. but we certainly can, you know, Definitely, we can pray, and we must pray, and we especially need to pray for the children. I mean, Mm -hmm. God never intended, it's not his desire that a child should go to bed hungry at night, uh, should die of starvation or or be abused. I mean, the whole human trafficking issue, um, which MK has been directly involved ministering to those women and young girls who have come out Mm -hmm. of that. Um, You know, we need to be aware we need to support in prayer and we need to support financially this work that's going out around the world and those are the kind of books that i really want to publish and i just need more hours in the day (laughs) 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 well that's another thing i wanted to bring up about your conferences marlene that not only do you make people just about as aware as they can be of of all the different facets of writing from from basic story construction to nonfiction to publishing and editing and all this, but you also make people aware with your speakers of the many different ministries there are out there. And and I can remember, this is terrible. I can't remember the lady's name. I know it as well as my own, Mm -hmm. but she had us do the simulated uh, Chinese uh, service. 
Hope, yes, yep. Hope. Yeah. Where she that had hope she'll be at Philly again. Because we were, you know, we were going to a church service, but we mm-hmm. were in danger of being sure. exposed. I mean, all these things that just bring that to light. That was an incredible really, evening. Oh, my goodness. That's it was, just yeah. so sobering. I mean, and, mm-hmm. you know, and I believe that those, you know, those days of persecution, I mean, they're already here, but it's going to become much more intense in, mm-hmm. in our nation. And I'm just praying that, you know, God's people will draw in close to him and to one another and and not compromise the truth of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You wrote the book entitled Write His Answer. It uh-huh. is very different from other motivational writing books. Tell us about it. Well, it comes out of the the crucible of my struggles, um, you know, with things like procrastination, learning to wait, dealing with rejection, you know, disappointed but not discouraged. Um, you know, writing for the Lord is not easy. You have to be so certain of your call and so tenacious in not giving up um, and so, you know, would you believe that this book has actually now been in print in three different versions of it for 24 years? And wow. I, get, I still That's get letters from people every <laughs> mm-hmm. single week. And, you know, and it's not because I am this you know, incredibly gifted writer. It's because each of the 32-some chapters um, take you into the Word of God. There's a, there's a, the last page of each chapter is called Responding to God's Call to Write. And I really want to encourage people to actually write in the book, you know, the things that the Lord is showing them as they dig into God's Word, because it's it's His Word that we need to know, obviously, if we're going to write it. And it's His Word that gives us, you know, the encouragement and the hope to to keep on keeping on. So I am just... I am so grateful that God has kept that that book in print all these years and you know and for all the the contacts that I get from people who say this is just what I needed to read today mm-hmm. um, because it's not easy you know my first book that I wrote and I knew that I knew that God had called me to write it but it took 5 years and 42 publishers before it was accepted and wow. I mean not the kind of thing that people want to hear but you know had mm-hmm. I given up there, these two conferences that have been going on 32 years now in Philly, 19 in Colorado, they wouldn't exist, mm-hmm. uh, nor would the other eight books that I've published. Um, you know, And it was because I knew God had called me to write it. I was ahead of the market, ahead of the time. The you know, Christian publishers didn't want to deal with the topic. and you know, But I hung in there. And God got that book in print, and and now I've you know I've got the task before me. It's been out of print quite a few years. I want to get it back in print, um, and that's one of the sessions that we're doing. Um, and we actually had it at, in Colorado as well as a continuing session. But Scotty's doing one on indie publishing, taking people during a six-hour period through all the ins and outs of how do I independently publish my book for mm-hmm. such a time as this. God's giving us the opportunity to get our work out there, you know, mm-hmm. both through books and e-books, also through blogs. You know, it's like he's taken all the stops out and he's removed all the excuses of, oh, but I can't find a publisher. Well, then publish it yourself. <laughs> but right. do it professionally. Get the needed help that you need so that what we present to the world, you know, is a positive reflection of our Lord. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Well, we're coming up on our our uh, giveaway mm-hmm. here for for this show, yeah. and our giveaway is a copy of Marlene's Write His Answer book. Mm-hmm. And excuse me, this com- oh you tried. Yeah. It's time for let's speak literary steal of the week. Sometimes 
sometimes you just fall in love with the ugliest duckling. You know what I mean? It's just the runt of the litter, and you just you're just like that's the cute. That's what's happened with my jingle for me. It's just we, it's just the worst thing ever, and I just love it. We had a guest, Martine, that actually told him she was going to download it as a ringtone on her phone. Oh no! She has forever endeared herself to Derek Absolutely. for the rest of her life. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. So how do we get Marlene's book? Okay. The way we get Marlene's book is to go to my website, which again is pattysheen.com. Mm-hmm. Under the Blog Talk Radio tab, as soon as I set it live here. Right. Why do we keep forgetting to do that? Mm-hmm. There, there will be in about three minutes. Right. A uh, page that says, um, "Let's speak literal seal of the week giveaway." Mm-hmm. And all you do is go to the bottom of that page. There's an add comment uh, button there, and you click on that. It will ask you for three things. It will ask you for your name, which first name is fine, and it'll ask you for your location, and that can be very generic, just the name of your state, even your country, Mm -hmm. if you don't really want to put your town in there. And the third question is uh, the third question, Space yeah. thing that you have to fill in. <laughs> Block that you need to Boy, fill in, yeah. off track today. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is your email address, and of course I have to have that because that's the only way to contact you and let you know that you won the book. Mm-hmm. So all you do is leave a comment. You can leave a comment that says, I want a book, I want to win, I heard the show, I didn't hear the show, whatever. Yeah. And, and then random.org. Random.org makes the choice for me. I do that on Monday night at 8 o'clock. So this uh, particular uh, drawing will be open until Monday, the 8th of June at 8 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. Mm -hmm. And you have a chance to win Marlene's book. And Marlene's book is absolutely wonderful. I can't say enough about it. Yeah. The only thing is, Marlene, that, you know, I've read that procrastination chapter a couple of times and it gives me an excuse to procrastinate to go back and read was, that chapter. I was going to I was going to read it and then I put it off. I was yeah, going to read that procrastination chapter. Well, you know, chapter. someone has said someone has said procrastination is a sin. It brings me endless sorrow. I know I should stop doing it. I think I'll start Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I, the the days are so urgent that if the, if he's calling, you know, people to write to write his answer, we need to do it now. We really mm-hmm. need to do it now. And one of the um, blog sites that that I want to mention, one of our keynoters is Michael Gant from. Uh, he's a pastor in Vermont. He spoke years ago at the Colorado conference. He keynoted. <laughs> I don't know if you were there, Patty, then, but I remember. I have never forgotten him saying. In fact, it's on the video welcome for the Colorado conference. But he said. Do you believe, do you really believe that God can use you to make a difference? And, you know, that has just stuck in my heart all these years. And we we reconnected a couple months ago, and I had gone to his blog, www.growinggodlyseed.com. I was just going to ask you what that is so I could put it in my... Uh, oh, put it up there... Yeah. Man is this pastor is speaking God's truth for today, and the message is that, that dot he's com, bringing. Marlene? Dot God com, yeah. Dot the com? message that he's okay, yeah. The message he's bringing okay. is called "The Cross is the Main Thing," and I mean, this is a pastor that is just standing so strong for the truth of God's word and for our, you know, for for the urgency of the day to not compromise it, to not. Um, to not uh, water it down in any way. And uh, I'm so glad that this is the year that, that God's bringing him back into the Philly conference to keynote because I think he's got oh, such an important message. And I think the days are urgent. And, you know, when we procrastinate, uh, one day when we meet the mm-hmm. Lord face-to-face, he's going to say, you know, what did you do with that gift that I entrusted to you? What did you do with that idea that I gave you for that book that could have that I could have used to change lives? And mm-hmm. and I don't want to be found guilty of saying, Well, God, you know, I just I didn't I didn't think I was a good enough writer or 
you know, I just I was so busy with other stuff. I mean, they were good things, but we need to be seeking his heart and his will and doing, you know, the best thing. It's, it's back to that little booklet, Tyranny of the Urgent, that I always have on the book table. And, you know, we end up doing the urgent, but not from the eternal perspective, the truly important. Um, we need to be people who are seeking him and his will and then saying, yes, Lord. You know, okay, I'll do it. I, I can't do it in my own strength, but I'll do it in your strength. Um, I want to be obedient. And right along that very same vein, Marlene, you brought this up in our previous interview, but I feel it's important enough to reemphasize, and I know you can expand on this. It doesn't take an education to be a writer, an editor, or a speaker if God calls you to that task. And That's you learned so a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know, I used to be literally ashamed, <clears throat> excuse me, that I am just a high school graduate. And, you know, I was convinced that there was no way that God could use me because, you know, not only did I not have the education, but the devil had convinced me that I was stupid. Uh, now, you did make a comment earlier, Patty, about uh, your smartphone that's getting dumber every day, uh, <laughs> and, and, and that needs to be corrected. My smartphone makes me feel dumb. <laughs> I mean, the technology, it just gallops ahead of us. Uh, I have a brand-new laptop computer that, that's coming thanks to the offering that was taken at the conference, and I know setting it up yes, I was will so be done. They collected enough money for to get you that laptop. Oh. That was exciting. Yeah, well, my son actually has it now. It was sent to him first, and he's installing a 960, I think, gig hard drive. Oh, <laughs> Which is bigger than what it came with because I had almost filled up my 512 gig hard drive. And oh, so, but, you know, learning it is going to be daunting. And, you know, and the devil loves to try to convince us that we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're not educated enough, or we're too old, or we're too young. I mean, and look at Moses. I mean, God's telling him him, you know, I'm going to use you to set my people free. And what does Moses say? You know, I can't do that. You know, I can't speak. Mm -hmm. You know, and we make all these excuses. But the bottom line is, if God calls us, he will equip us. And and he loves to call people who who don't feel qualified, because then we need to depend upon him. You know, if if I were to try to do these two conferences and everything else, you know, in my own strength, they just, they wouldn't happen. Uh, I mean, and literally every day I say, oh, God, I can't do this. You know, I'm so overwhelmed. I can't do this. But I don't tell him I won't do it. You know, I say, Lord, take, you know, take my weakness. You know, it's, it's the Apostle Paul saying, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. The less I have of all of it, whether it be education, brains, whatever, the less I have, the more I depend upon him. He's the one that makes the impossible possible. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely for sure. Well, Marlene, we have about eight minutes here. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, a little bit less than that. Right. You started to tell me a story. You started to tell us a story last time. I don't know if you'll have time to finish it this week or not. <laughs> <laughs> I can always come back for a third time. There you go. <laughs> About a lady named Debbie Barker. She was giving you an entire day alone with the Lord in Estes Park. And uh-huh. you said, but that's a story for another day. And I didn't know what you were going to tell us about that. <laughs> I think that I was probably thinking about the the year where I came from the floor from the Florida Christian Writers Conference, had one or two days at home and flew out to Colorado. I mean, now that in itself is, is a weather shock. I mean, I'm on the beach in <laughs> Florida, yeah. and now I'm in the snow in the mountains because back then the conference was held in March. And, you know, and I wasn't, and I was doing, I believe, a pre-conference day for beginning writers, and I wasn't prepared. I, I, I just, I didn't have all my notes together, all my overheads, which, I, you know, I used to flip hundreds of overheads. Uh, I'm so grateful for PowerPoint now. I don't have to go searching for all the overheads. I can do a search mm-hmm. on the computer much more easily. But uh, um, typically, I would spend that day up in the mountains with the Lord just soaking in his presence, his love, his strength. Well, that particular year, I went up into the mountains, and I worked. 
I worked, and and I felt I felt so bad. I I knew I had cheated myself of this special time, you know, alone with the Lord, and you know, and I just I was so stressed, and I was so rushing and trying to get it all done, and you know the it, it's. It's where people are at in today's world. You know, we just were on this treadmill like that poor little gerbil in the cage. It just keeps going mm-hmm. around and around and around and around. We don't get anywhere. We just go in circles. And But when I was leaving the park that day, uh, and the Lord is so good. I mean, he knows that, you know, if I see mule deer or elk that I'm just, wow, you know. And he said to my spirit as I was leaving the park, here was this huge herd of elk. And he said, child, I want you to seek that place where you can hear the deer walking on the snow. And I had rolled down the car window, and it was so quiet up there that I could hear the deer and the elk walking on the snow. And, you know, we all need to be seeking that quiet place deep within. We need to be meeting with our Lord. We need to not squeeze him out of our busy lives, but mm-hmm. make him the center of, you know, of all that we do. And, you know, and, and the thing that's so exciting is he wants to spend that time with us. You know, yes, I don't bore him. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't get tired of me. Um, he delights to be with me, to be with you. And... So I think that's the story that I was going to tell you, but bottom okay. line is we all need to seek him. <laughs> well, I, I went back and I listened to the CD from the previous interview, and I thought, well, Marlene had something she wanted to tell us. <laughs> and, and I think the, the message that comes through most strongly, though, Marlene, in that story is that God does want time with us, and he wants us to make time yeah. for him. And uh-huh. I, there are probably instances where a person sits down to to pray or spend time with their Bible or whatever, and there's an mm-hmm. interruption. And I'm sure God feels almost like the parent of a teen. <laughs> like, yeah. uh-huh. I thought we were going to have a little bit of time together, but yeah. guess not going to work out today. I'm put on yeah. hold again. Yeah, uh-huh. and I, I think we we do that so often, sometimes without even realizing it. And in this busy world, this technologically cluttered world yeah. that we're in. Yeah. You know, I mean, we are just so caught up in all the things that we think we have to do that we don't really pay as much attention there's to the so things much, that we... Yeah, there's so much of a hurry. That are so... Uh, yeah. That are really so important, and they just get pushed yeah. on the And background. speaking of hurry, it's, time is up. I know. <laughs> I'm, Marlene, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one that has to deliver you. the bad news. Yeah, I know. We don't have to <laughs> do that. Yeah. Marlene, yeah. thank you again so very much for coming on the show. We always enjoy having you, and I will look forward to seeing you in Philadelphia. I'm glad you're coming. And very excited, and we wish you the very best with the conference. I'll be praying for you from now until then and praying that everything was, I know you still have a lot of paperwork with Colorado to get oh, taken yes. care of and unpacking. And, yeah, and unpacking <laughs> and all those things. So, Marlene, thank you so much yeah. for being on with us. Thanks again. God oh, bless you, Marlene. it was good Marlene. to be with you. Have a wonderful day. God bless day. you both. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Okay, next week. Yeah. Who, this would is, you like to know what is going yeah, on this is gonna, this is a this is a neat one because it's different. It's very different. It, yes, it's it not is. that the not that the guest is different different, but <laughs> well, it's, it's all a, of our guests, like I said, yeah. are extraordinary people. Exactly, That's it's a different kind of a guest. So who's it going to be? Yes. This gentleman's name is Jimmy Jack Whitaker. <laughs> Jimmy Jack Whitaker <laughs> Jimmy, comes Jimmy Jack. straight out of Nashville. Yeah. He is an award-winning songwriter, artist, and producer who ministers to different groups throughout the country with his many talents. I had the opportunity to hear Jimmy Jack sing at our church. I bought a couple of his CDs. I absolutely love them. And we'll be talking to Jimmy Jack next week about what it's like to be ingrained in the music industry. And and we'll probably find that there's some similarities to the writing world. To the writing world and to the thing. Probably very different. I'm looking forward to that one. Very excited to talk with with, uh, Jimmy Jack next week. Mm -hmm. So let me remind our listeners once again that Write His Answer is our literal skill of the week this Mm -hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent Bible study for, for writers, yeah. new and seasoned writers. Yep. And it can be found on my website at pavysheen.com mm-hmm. under the Blog Talk Radio tab and the big Literally Speaking uh, giveaway page. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
also urge folks, once again, I have the uh, website and social media page over there. Right. You'll find all of Marlene's information. Actually, I refer you back to the information I put up there on the 3rd of March, but i also put uh, Michael's website up that uh, that Marlene gave us on the show, so that will be there. Yep. And until next week, I would urge, urge our listeners throughout the coming week, let your heart be open to what God is telling you through your imagination and act upon it. God bless. We'll see you right back here next week, 8 o'clock, Mountain Daylight Time, Tuesday morning. There is a candle in every soul Some brightly burning, some dark and cold there is a spirit who brings a fire, ignites a